Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. We're talking about Twitter. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Who's, who's coaching this ball club? Mike T. Mike Thomas got to be in Coach of the Year conversation. Gotta be, gotta be, and it's only it's only June, and I think he's got to be in uh, Coach of the Year conversation. Oh. Uh, you know, I you know, a lot of people say all opinions are there's a place for all opinions, or all opinions mm. are welcome. I've heard that on some of mm. other of these uh, Steelers podcasts, mm. but uh, this is what Jin's talking about, mm-hmm. where not all opinions are equal. Uh, you know, an opinion can be like Jerome Bettis is my favorite Stealer. That's okay, that's, that, an opinion, that's an opinion. You know, yeah, it's like well, a like yeah. Mike Tomlin should be fired. That's not an opinion. That is a weapon. Okay. Oh, or or, or just something incorrect, a fallacy, or yeah. just something incorrect. That's yeah, I guess okay. that's a lighter way. Well, I mean, a weapon. I mean, a weapon just feels weird. I mean, you're only hurting yourself by being that dumb. I mean, who are you hurting with this weapon? Like, Good point. Welcome to what you're <laughs> talking about. I am Kyle Christ. Here with me is Greg Benevins. Hello. Exposing all of the hot takes and toxic tweets from this week in Steeler Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and things I was going to go on this whole diatribe about, okay. you know, patience and oh, not, boy. you know, just because someone isn't there, don't judge. <laughs> and then uh, the breaking news hits. Ugh. Let's get to the tweets. <clears throat> Let's start with a local quote insider mm-hmm. at Jerry Dulac. The Steelers were never certain Stefan Tuitt would return in 2022, and yet they still didn't address their aging defensive line at the top of the draft. It's already come back to bite them. Mm-hmm. Not even, I, I, you know, the ink wasn't even dry on the uh, on the tweet that Burt sent out from Steelers PR, <laughs> and the takes were coming in that Steelers are totally, uh, you know, not in, in handle of this situation. How did we get caught blindsided on this? Well, I think uh, I do think they thought he'd be back. 
I, I do believe they thought to it would return. I, I do think they were surprised. It, um, you know, there's there is a, a school of thought. I mean, I was initially quite surprised. There is a school of thought that even if they had known he wasn't going to come back, it's it's easy for them to say, and they very well might be val- validated in this that they would have taken Pickett anyway, the best player on their board, the best quarterback on their board. And it's entirely possible they still would have taken Pickens anyway. Just thinking, huh? Hey, this first round wide receiver talent draw. Ops to the second round for whatever reason, but uh, but yeah, it's it's you know, and it's hard to panic about a football team on June first. But you know, after having seen a lot of that run defense last year, I uh, I'm more th- I'm more willing to give a bit of leeway to doomerism in the first <laughs> week of June than perhaps I would be otherwise in the wake of this. But there's also a million ways to fix this, or at least put a patch on it between now and uh, uh, August, whenever. They play the Seahawks, much less uh, 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 the opener in Cincinnati. I hated it. Well, uh, you know, so you you don't you don't, you think that there was no? Do you think it was a total surprise? Because I'm thinking this was maybe not uh, maybe not Plan A, but I don't think this caught anyone off guard. A June first uh, announcement with instant tweets from mm-hmm. Stephon Tuitt and P- Steelers PR at the same time. Certainly. That doesn't. I mean, that doesn't mean that they, uh, 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 you know, that they had that they found out when we did. Like, to it texted them, you know, Wednesday morning or something like that. But uh, I do think they would have gone. That uh, perhaps they would have put a little more attention into the defensive line if they'd known this even uh, sooner. I do find it hard to believe that this was always Plan B. Okay. At, uh, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, you know, how about uh, fellow insider? Mm-hmm. <laughs> At Mark Cabali, there's no way the Steelers were anticipating to it retiring, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If so, they would have added a veteran guy. Here's hoping someone comes free or a 30-plus-year-old that hasn't signed yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, it, I was looking at that room as pretty crowded to begin with. Do you think that there needs to be an addition now into this into the room? I mean, if they want the defensive line to be better than it was last year. Because it's just basically the same line with Tyson Alou with whatever he has left. I mean, a lot of milk will be better, hopefully, and the other guy will be better that they added throughout the season. He'll have a whole year, but other than that, it's the same guys that gave up like 700 yards to that running back from the Vikings on Thursday night. <laughs> so okay, yeah, point, point, point taken. Uh, so. You know, well, and, and some people are thinking, well, Tyson's back. That's going to be, you know, and that'll help. That'll help, a hundred percent. Well, it's, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, stir the pot, but I'm kind of wondering if that might be a camp battle with Adams. We haven't seen Adams. That's the seen, name I was looking for. Yeah, Adams. we know. haven't seen uh, Tyson on the field, and uh, you know, in what a, a year so, since the Raiders game. Yeah, since you know, and Adams, you know, uh, seemed to, you know, he he stood up his own or whatever. He well, I don't know what I'm better, to say. but yeah, he certainly got better. It's just um. You know, and that doesn't mean that the defensive line can't be better. But I mean, again, it was it was really bad at stopping the run. Like, so you're 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 kind of uh, along the same lines here as mm-hmm. at Steelers underscore DB Derek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without to it, it's hard to see the run defense returning to form. It shouldn't be historically bad like last year. Yeah, but hard to see it being very good as the roster stands right now, relying a lot on Louder Milk and Leal. Uh, yeah, late, late. I don't know. People think, oh, it's Leal season time. No. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I mean, it's, it's, I, I imagine they play a lot of Wormley over Leal, but it's, again, they're not playing anyone on June 2nd. So, like, it's, it's, they have time to fix this, 
But yeah, I actually agree with that take, which I'm sure I'll feel bad about in like a few weeks when this person says something almost monumentally ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, as it is right now, it's look, people, it, th- these aren't video game characters that can get better. People can improve. Things change. Folks improve. We're, we're living testament to that. But I mean, uh, if you look at it on paper and you look at it in names, they're the same names that watched the, uh, 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 you know, again, who was his name? Delvin Cook. I think he's still running somewhere in Minneapolis. Delvin Cook and Austin Eckler. I think Austin they're both, Eckler, they're both yeah. still, uh, you yeah, know, there's, yeah, they're still, yeah, it's like they're like Forrest Gump now. It's super, I was thinking was Superman 2 where they're, oh, yeah, they're what he's running. Around the, yeah. <laughs> about like, the Earth going, is. Yeah. Actually going back in time. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yes. But it's, but I mean, they can get better and they can figure things out. And certainly Jack's going to, everyone else is going to help. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something. I'd be very, very surprised if they don't bring in some kind of veteran, a name that, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you have probably heard of with some other team by like August, though. They might not come up with this name for a while. So, you know. Uh, the name uh, that you threw out there off mic was, uh, yeah. you know, Mr. Personality. Right, himself. exactly. <laughs> a lovely human being. Well, I heard that from other people who were also just pitbull. And we're talking about, um, you know, well, former, wait, who did he play for last year? He was at the Rams, wasn't he? He was Super Bowl champs, wasn't he? New Domin Sue. Yeah. Yeah. I've never known how to say that name in like a decade. um, All right. So you you think he's a class act that could fit in? Oh, I think he's just a champion human being. I hope hope they put him in front of, in charge of the charities. I believe, what I do believe is he is somebody without a job. That's what I believe. uh, That is the extent of as far as I'm willing to go here on June 2nd. We got two Davis brothers, right? That's true. Maybe if the one plays on top of the other's shoulders, they can be Stefan to it. Like it's the football equivalent of a bunch of kids in a trench coat. What bums me out is I I had planned for to its big return with a uh, with a Eminem parody. You know, without you, you remember? uh, Guess guess who's back? Oh yeah, yeah. And I had I had it all planned out, and it didn't uh, it didn't work out. In my workout iPod mix, yeah, yeah maybe a catchy song, yeah. Well, maybe at the maybe first time at the end of the podcast, I'll spit the lyrics to that. <laughs> we'll see if uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. One uh, one last thing here Please. onto it. Uh, this is from. Mm-hmm. At Vinny Vitti Vici ninety eight Vince Williams. Mm-hmm. Some of this stuff I'm seeing about two it is sick. You all really love football that much, like really. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, look, mm-hmm. I, there was a lot of these this kind of sentiment about like. Oh, how dares these people talk bad about to it? Now I didn't see that on my I timeline. Know, I, didn't I didn't see anyone being like, you know, t- I saw one person on Facebook, uh, which is even worse than Twitter as far mm. as dialogue. So, yes, and I saw something like, oh, he robbed us of eight million last year or something. You know, that was the take. And I'm like, if that's the meanest thing being said out there about to it, it's not that mean. But I saw a lot of people like. Uh, you know, the yin's hers were tweeting like, oh, you, you know, humanity's despicable about something. And I, I didn't see those takes. This is like a whole angle of the conversation, like the people shaming the tweets that aren't even there. It's mm. like the, 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 the phantom shaming. Preemptive shaming. Preemptive like shaming. Like pre-strike shaming. I, I, I agree with you with that. I also didn't see it. The only thing that, that and we should always be involved in preemptive shaming. Yes, That's something yes. our podcast should get more involved in. But I do want to say the only caveat I will say to that is I remember many years ago, long before we started this podcast, I remember reading a tweet from Mark Caballi and he said something, I forget, it was after a bad Steelers loss. They, I forget who it was, but they lost to somebody they shouldn't have said. And he tweeted out something like, 
look, I get when the Steelers lose a game like this, I get abuse that you wouldn't believe on here. I cannot imagine what it's like for the players. He gets abuse. He gets abuse when the Steelers like, you know, but, but remember how there's always that goofy narrative and it was particularly strong for a while that Tomlin would lose to teams he shouldn't have. I feel yeah. it's like one of those games. And it's and it and I forget how Twitter works, but like I've never really gone and explored like quote tweets or other. <laughs> co- you know what I mean? Like that there, there, there are caverns and abyssals best left unchecked. And I feel like that's where some of those things might occur. But I also I'm sure, you know, you there's a bunch of you can't see everyone's mentions or something like that. So like, while it does seem preemptive and phantom, I, I remembered that Carvalho tweet. And I wonder if there are, you know, just 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 real monsters in those depths. We love Steeler Nation. <laughs> love Steeler Nation. Uh, well, you know, it's uh, like all things in life. There's yin and there's yang. One mm-hmm. one uh, Steelers icon walks out the door. <laughs> Another walks back in the door. That's right. Welcome back. Welcome back. A, a legend. A legend. See the names will all change in those other towns. But the main Steelers way is to stay around. Don't need to go around and shop because we know just what we got. Welcome back. This is a product of your journey. I'm thinking I'm back. And your journey's not over yet. The show goes on. This is my home. That's right. The show goes on. Cianara, Stefan Tuart, welcome back. Tuzar Skipper! Here's the tweet from at Tuzar Skipper. 412, I'm back. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 exclamation points. The legend, the all time 2019 preseason sack leader, Tuzar Skipper. I mean, it, 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 folks, I mean, obviously, we don't have to sell this podcast to those of you listening, but you will not find another podcast that devotes an entire song to Tuzar Skipper. <laughs> this is the only one. Hopefully, it's the only one. I, I No, but that was lovely. I mean, I, I, I've i been sitting here thinking, geez, I'm sure TJ Watt's going to play roughly as much uh, of the preseason as he did last year. I, I can't imagine Heithsmith's going to play a lot. So Tuzar, despite there being only three games, could maybe make a run at that preseason sacks, that same number he did a few years back. Not to give a hot take of the future here but we'll be counting you know we'll be counting them (laughs) yes but all right so but let's look at that outside linebacker room okay so there's tj alex heismith Jannard avery right who's gonna play a lot in the preseason i'm sure but could there be a camp battle between uh tuska and tuzar Oh, yeah, good point, at, um, especially because Tuska, at this point, Tuska is the more experienced one, right? I mean, he was on the team for the entire year. Didn't he have that sack against the Titans? Like, he had a big play in one of the games that they won, yeah. He registered a, at least a tackle. In one no, of but he definitely got, like, a sack, because okay, I remember okay. we were like, because, believe me, I'm, no, I made up a, tu- uh, a Tuska sack. Yeah, yeah, because that's, because, right, because we were trying to figure out exactly what alliterative way to say that, as you just did here. So, yeah, so, I mean, it's, I, I think that, honestly, I think Tuzar, despite, you know that sterling preseason uh, resume is going to be in a fight with Tuska, but uh, I imagine Tuska can beat Tuzar. Boy, that's going to be tough to say. But yeah, Tuska and, Tuzar, uh, it's like quiver and quake. But it's now Tuzar and Tuska. And it's and, and again, it's obviously you know it's it's one thing in a time, but in a time of transition, not to keep saying words with T's, but like in prior years, that would have been like one of the big preseason stories. You know, if you're with like Ben and all like these established <laughs> players, but like oh. 
oh man, who's going to be the fourth outside linebacker? Now, thank God, it'll be like the dozenth biggest story. Yeah, he's not even above the fold, Tuzar. Sorry. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> let's move on. You know, this was going to be the lead story all week, and mm-hmm. then uh, it kind of, you know, kind of fizzled out to nothing. But yeah. I kept the receipts. Let's yeah, talk about DJ mm-hmm. at. Blitzburg is a Blitzburg. According to Mark Cabali, Deontay Johnson is unhappy with his current contract situation, trying to send a message through his lack of attendance at OTAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cabali said Johnson has very little leverage. So, you know, w- was his message delivered? Did you get the message from Deontay Johnson? I mean, I I, I got the message. The message is, uh, 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 you know, the oh, that these things are optional. That was the message <laughs> I'd had, and Deontay drove that home for me. But I mean, again, it's. You know, uh, 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 the man can't do much more than he has to show that he's willing to be good faith here. You deal in good faith. This is not, I mean, I mean, I don't know, wide receiver, divas and all that. I'm not sure this is that guy because this is a pretty profound message. I mean, it'd be real easy to not go to these optional things and be like, ah, you know, I'm sending the message. But no, he showed up. He seems to be doing what he is. And I think that's the, the idea of the hold in, as they call it, is so much better than the hold out. And I think that keeps from a little bit from melting people's brains yeah. so i imagine that uh, uh, uh deontay is sending a message without uh, uh sending a message yeah the message was calm down steel nation <laughs> yes <laughs> the message was well let's go straight to the source the insider himself okay at mark cabali i've said it before and i'll say it again Steelers need to find a way to sign deontay johnson what well, sounds to me like uh Mark Caballi's source about DJ's unhappiness might be DJ himself. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Obviously, she was like, Mark thinks well of the man, and perhaps they have a relationship. At- well, Mark seems to have an ally in at Vinny Vidivici 98. Vince Williams, Deont- Deont- Deontay should definitely get paid. Minka should get paid first, though. I mean, is, is there, there's no doubt Minka is going to get paid, I assume. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Deontay definitely get paid is it that simple uh, i i i don't know i mean it's if you t- if you'd asked me two months ago i'd said sure but then the wide receiver market became like what stadiums used to cost yeah. and i think that that sort of that's kind of changed the thing a bit i mean i do think deontay johnson can be a really great receiver it's just you know uh uh, uh it, it, it is it worth it to give him all that money or is it worth it to just keep drafting second or third round receivers year after year and i, I and i'm not qualified to make that decision or you have a window right now with with the with salaries that they are you know losing ben's big contract there's a window right now maybe to sign one guy you know mm-hmm. for uh, three years until we got to give tj another contract so you right. you know is it going to be dj is it going to be Claypool, you know, there's might be. I, th- I would have DJ over Claypool right now, but it, but I don't know. I mean, but it's all, but yeah. I there mean, might be the window might be now if there if yeah. there's going to be a window for one of those contracts. Mm-hmm, might be mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, how this all ended. Here's at B Pryor, Brooke Pryor. No, your eyes aren't deceiving you. That is indeed number 18 going through the drills. Uh, yeah, he missed three days of optional practices, and honestly, aren't these practices? You want the younger and rookies to get more attention because yes. they're the newest people on the block? 
Right? I mean that. I mean, I also, but I mean, I, I I agree with that 100. I mean, the only thing I can figure, and it's it's it feels very silly to say this in 2022, but like, oh, the young guys can see how Deontay Johnson works out. It's like yes, because these guys have no idea how to work out. They should see that someone. Yeah, else. but that probably doesn't hurt. They've I mean, never had to catch tennis balls, right? Exactly. Uh, from from a like, pitching oh, machine. And we yeah. run in shorts. At, <laughs> um, but yeah, but I, just one last thing about the contract. I don't know. I mean, I think you can do different things than you could before. I mean, just what's that? What's that whole goofy phrase? The avoidable years. Yeah, which, which yeah. sounds like a good portion of my twenties. I don't know what the voidable <laughs> years. It, yeah, it. never say never, but never. No, no more voidable years. <laughs> not, at least not for not in the wideout room. Um, <laughs> let's move on. We got to talk QBs. Is the mystery? Should, is the mystery here? I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna play. Um, QB twenty two. Where are you? Where are you? I don't know. It's it's <laughs> is it a mystery? I don't know. Let's... I don't think it's I don't think it's a June mystery. I think August is a different mystery. But ju- the June mystery feels about solved. Yeah, the like... June mystery feels solved. In fact, here let's uh you know let's go straight to mm-hmm. at ninety three seven the so called fan mm-hmm. quote from Kenny Pickett. You guys make a bigger deal out of the competition than the players do because we're competing every single day regardless. I'm just excited to be part of the team and compete. Sounds like a guy who is not trying to be QB1, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, it's, it, it, this is one of those things that makes sense when a person says it, but not when you read it or see it printed. You guys make a bigger deal out of the competition and the players do because we are competing every single day. We are competing for a competition that doesn't matter regardless. I mean, it, it, it's, you know, but it, his point is well taken. He's absolutely right. Uh, uh, I'm sure they told him that you're not going to be any higher than third before, you know, we get to the preseason so yeah so just do your best and take it in and i again i i don't think they i mean i think they'd be they'd be happy if he did something to like you know stand out and win the job or whatever i don't think they're like counting on that or necessarily needing that i I don't know you know i i think they're quite content to roll with mitch for a while and 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 mitch is you know mitch is no drama because everyone knows nobody loves football as much as i do that's that's right mitch uh let's go to Let's go to at Scott Duda's 24, Jose Ramirez, MVP. They really showed Kenny Pickett fumbling a snap on SportsCenter, thinking he's going to win the job. Uh, the media propaganda is in. The only highlight they had of Pickett on SportsCenter was him uh, bobbling the snap. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 I mean, it's it's. I can't imagine watching SportsCenter at this point. I <laughs> you think. don't you don't wake up at six a.m. for SportsCenter every day. I, I don't <laughs> even try to use the treadmill that has SportsCenter on the TV above it. Like it it it. I think once I turned on I turned on SportsCenter and they were like interviewing Liam Neeson before a movie he was doing and. <laughs> The man knows nothing about sports, God bless him. One of our great actors, but I don't think he's watched a game in his life. So half of Sports Center now is just gambling. <laughs> so oh, okay. Oh, okay. I figured the rest would be WWE. But um, but yeah. I would uh, watch more Sports right, Center. Uh, well, that's true. Yeah. What am I thinking? But um anyway, yes, but that is that is hilarious. It, what's funny about that is that like we're we're talking about like showing Kenny Pickett fumbling a snap, but there's absolutely going to be somebody like dogging Kenny Pickett or think, oh, that guy's gonna be a bust. Like when the Steelers play on like a road game, he starts in like a year or so or week one or week one or week one <laughs> how about well uh you know we know how cool mace is we told you about that last week mm-hmm. kenny's keeping cool well what about at blitzberg blitzberg this is uh 
Claypool on Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Mitch is funny, man. He's a good dude. You can joke around with him, let loose. If you mess up on a play, you don't beat yourself up over it because he's not going to hold that against you. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's totally cool. Like, no big deal. Fumble a ball, don't <laughs> catch it. Mitch just forgives you. He's like football Jesus out there. He forgives you. Well, I think a couple things. One, I realized how much the Pittsburgh sports and the Pittsburgh sports media trains your, or perhaps corrodes your mind because I read that last quote and thought about, oh, so that's what it was like with Roethlisberger. That's the first thing you think. Is immediately <laughs> he with shames that. you? Or it, just, it, just, it just gives you that look like it, you know, which I'm trying to do here. No, he was always the, the arm movement. It oh, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's was, right. Yeah. Like, and like Ben was, yeah, he was, it was, it was almost like a salute that kind of messed up when he would point where like, to go. What, what route was that? Like, right, just, right, like, right. A, just like a, give it, yeah, like giving you the, the arm. Yeah. Well, it's, and I also think like, again, and it's, I understand the, I don't understand. I take it back. I don't understand the idea of being a leader on a team or anything like that, but I do know what it's like to be the new employee on a company yeah, where even yeah. if I've been in a position of authority where I haven't been there as long and if somebody does mess up I'm not sure like on my third week on the job I'm gonna be like hey you really screwed that up what were you thinking like and then try to make that bend gesture to look like you were messing up a handshake no that's yeah. leadership yeah that's yeah, yeah 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 it's uh but it's and also too if you mess up on a play in June okay <laughs> I guess you can read the book between now and August so we don't do it in the preseason against the Seahawks or something. Like, uh, uh, Well, let's not forget about the fourth QB in the room. Okay. At Trib Sports, there Tribune Review Sports. Mm-hmm. Chris Oladokun is well aware of the parallels between his story and the one authored three years ago by Delvin Hodges. Duck is my guy, a Pittsburgh legend. When he was out here, I even picked him up on my fantasy team. Wow. So, uh... uh I mean that's a bit. I mean, duck on your fantasy team. I hate to say it. That's not a. That's not a wise. No, no. Team. I mean, and it's also. And I'm not sure what you know league Mr. Aladakun was in at the time, or what you're competing against, or what the you know. And also, you. I mean, again, Pittsburgh Sports Media trains you to see the things that you don't see there. I picked him up on my fantasy team, but no point to say I started him that's on my true. fantasy team. Good I mean, point. It's, a big difference. If you, yeah, if you had like Brady or something, like it's not like oh okay, well, we're gonna start Duck this week against the Cards. Like, I guess the question is in in. Chris's eyes, Duck is a Pittsburgh legend. Is is he? I think he might be. I think he's very much a legend, as long as you define legend as like mythic story and not all time great. Like Paul Bunyan is a yes, legend. Yes. There's not an actual guy. Like it's you know yeah. it's it's the, the ghost that the bridge of your hometown is a legend. That doesn't mean there is no blue duck that he's right. riding in on. Your yeah, head. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a legend is like a story that's passed down throughout time, not like all oh, this wonderful thing always. Well, you it's know. up to us. Then to pass along the story of Duck to generation to generation. <laughs> I always kind of thought he'd end up as like a, a a TED Talk motivational speaker kind of guy, or just or even like a personality podcast kind of guy. I mean, oh, Duck yeah. was fun. They should bring you him know. on Pat McAfee. That it, would be a right, or it just or just something like that. You know, yeah. You oh, you could even call it Ducktales. Oh, genius. And like, okay, yeah. well, we got to get our to our break. We got okay. a lot in the second half. Important things like. Madden ratings, oh, cool. very important things. Uh, uh-huh. the straight, would you watch Stranger Things? There's a st- I, I, no, I, I still have to see season three. I'm so far behind. Well, there's a Steelers connection and Stranger Things. Oh, Don't good. worry, no spoilers. I won't spoil too much. There's an episode that takes place in Pittsburgh in season two. It, oh, early, right? Anyway, oh, oh yeah. well, I'm, I'm hitting Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm hitting Wikipedia as we speak. Okay, we'll be right back. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, 
The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. They finally found me. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's see it's season two. It's it's second. What is it? It's a second it's half. Second half. Okay. I think we were ahead after that first half. I, don't I think, think we're this up. Come back at all. Let's sit on this lead. Yeah, I was going to say we're going to run. Yeah, we're going to take the air out of the ball. <laughs> and uh, this is a great topic to just <laughs> pound it out on the ground. We're talking Madden ratings are oh, here. Man. Oh, Have, man. I, look, I haven't I haven't bought a Madden since I think the last one was twenty eighteen. So I'm a few behind. But. Uh, I, I think the last one I bought was some either somewhere between ninety seven and ninety nine. Uh, oh, okay, I, I an OG. The, yeah, I would take the Rams and I would create all the players to make them as terrible as possible, and I would make them my high school friends, and we would try to <laughs> because that was the thing is I loved the Steelers so much I could never play as the Steelers. It was this weird like a uh, mental thing. It oh. was so weird. I took the worst team and played it as the worst players as your friends. Wow. Yes, exactly. very uh, yeah, very personal. That yeah, is a. Uh, that's a that's a that's uh, it just another me, time. This is something I, think. I should say on my therapist, not yeah. on my podcast. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, so yes. at Madden twenty three leaks. That's right. We have accounts dedicated to Madden twenty three leaks. <sighs> Steelers linebacker T J Watt will be a ninety nine overall with a superstar X factor in Madden twenty three. New member added to the ninety nine club. Officially leaked. Welcome to the ninety nine club, T J Watt. Okay, no, that sounds great, and it's certainly deserved. <laughs> I was going to ask you, uh, you might know better than me, what is the superstar X factor? Now, now, you know, it's not enough just to rate players on a scale from zero to 100, you know, mm-hmm. like like you're, we're uh, like we're next-gen analytics or something. Okay. They all, each player has, you know, like, what is their characteristic or trait? You know, like okay. someone might be a... Uh, you know, a, a field general. You know, they might be a leader on the field, okay. or someone might just be a superstar X factor. I don't know. That seems okay. like uh, I think we have too many adjectives in there. A superstar X factor. Well, I think this is one of those things to remind us that you know, no matter how realistic this gets, it will always be a video game. And the game, <laughs> no, but seriously, in the game, and they have to find ways to justify you know uh, uh, special special attributes that are not going to be present in human beings. I mean, if anyone, I, I assume superstar X factor, frankly, makes it a player, makes the TJ Watt a player that can a- affect the game at any moment, particularly in higher leverage moments, which is frankly what happened in real life so i mean the seahawks game the, oh, the, yeah. you know the the two-point conversion against the ravens you know so i mean in a weird way superstar x factor despite sounding like the name of a boy band that i'm unaware <laughs> of seems appropriate here well for those keeping score throughout history there's only been a, a, a small handful of players of Steelers in the 99 club. Mm-hmm. There's Dirt Dawson, uh, two-time 99er in 99 and 2000. Appropriate. A Troy, only a two-timer in 2010 and then 2012. Mm. So uh, I don't know who would have been the best safety of those other leagues. Yeah. I, mean, I guess Ed, Ed it's, it's, Reed, I guess. They really believed in Brian Dawkins. I don't know. And then AB was even a 99 in 2019. Mm. So... Rare air here. Only the fourth Steeler in Madden history with a with a ninety nine. I mean, a couple things jump out at me about this, and again, this is more thought than I've ever put to the Madden rankings, including when I played these games. Is that 
I'm assuming the 99 club is sort of like the Hall of Fame in that they don't feel pressured to give someone a 99 rating every year. Every year, no, not yet. Okay, exactly. so that's why not I'm everyone. assuming that like there probably were, like I'm sure Brian Dawkins was 95, but that doesn't mean. And also, I'm really kind of surprised to not, the what, first thing looking at this that jumped out at me is that like, you know, 2009, 2010, James Harrison wasn't a 99. That Harrison seems, was never a 99. That, 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 that one seems to me more surprising than a lot of these, maybe Fanica. Like, you can always make an argument for Ben not being 99, playing his whole career with Brady and Roger. Like, okay, but Fanica and Harrison, particularly if you're going year by year and it's not like a Hall of Fame career thing. It's like, hey, who's the best this year? That feels a little surprising. I can tell you Ben's Madden history. His rookie year, he was a 79. Okay. But and then all of a sudden in the second year he jumps up to an eighty-eight. Okay. And so you know I don't think he had that quite that second year leap uh, in real life like that. But right, yes, it, yeah. Despite the Super Bowl, yeah, but now, it wasn't like yeah. You know. Now Ben's last two years in Madden were a seventy-eight and seventy-four. Mm-hmm. So that's what we were dealing with the last two years. Now here mm-hmm. at Steeler Nation. QB Kenny Pickett's rating on Madden 23, it's better than Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence, but it's a 74. Hmm. Same as Ben was uh, last uh, last year. And, hmm. and in fact, Mitch it was a 67 last year. So according to the Madden ratings, Kenny would be who you would start uh, this year, week one. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's and again, it's, it's I mean, it, it's hard not to meet to think cynically, okay, we are game programmers. We have to get this game out as quickly as possible. It is crunch time. Well, we've got the Pittsburgh quarterback programmed at 74. What do you think we just change this name, change your faces, and call it a day, Ted, huh? It, uh, it's hard for me not to believe. I, 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 I'm totally fine. Here's your hot take with Kenny Pickett having a higher rating than Justin Fields. I'm all right with that. Having Since he looked great on Monday night against the Steelers and didn't look all that great the other times, the Trevor Lawrence thing's a bit stuck. Trevor Lawrence is, you know, he's the team around him may be a mess, and, and he may look just like sunshine from Remember the Titans, but he is <laughs> very good. I, I think he should be a much higher rating because, again, it's supposed to be just the individual player, right? You're not supposed yeah. to take into account the people around them or any of that. So, and I also think the game for game reasons, again, I'm going with this video game reasons, you can't put a backup going into the game with a higher rating than a starter. I bet the game, they kind of, you know what I mean, kind of force that. Hence why Mitch might be a little bit lower than Kenny in that. So We I'm can't just verify here. that that's true, but it certainly sounds right. That, yeah, sound, that sounds that right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure I deserve the topic for that, <laughs> but it's uh, we'll accept it. Well, All right, well, people are talking about Tomlin, and my ears are itching. So okay. let's get to at... J Round 32. This is Josh Roundtree from the so called fan mm-hmm. uh, talking to wideout Gunnar Oslevsky. Who, who, remember remember him? Our, yeah, uh, yes. our, our kick returner? Yes. Uh, Gunnar Oslevsky, uh, a former Patriot on Mike Tomlin. He's one of the best coaches in the game. I've heard coaches from the old staff that I played for, they talk highly of him. They don't talk highly of a lot of people, but they talk highly of him. I just see, uh, you know, Belichick and all his generals in a room together, and they're just like, did you hear what Mike Tomlin said? He said, never say never, but never. <laughs> so I was taking that a, a, a similar way, that it's that, you know, Belichick's in with the in with the generals, and they're just talking, and Mike Tomlin comes up, and, and Belichick pauses for a moment and says, I, I speak highly of him. <laughs> and someone else says, I speak highly of him as well. And then they nod and go back to game planning. That sounds like one of those uh, conversations of fun that Mace... <laughs> 
has with Canada, right? <laughs> yes, and I, and I imagine that's as much fun as they were having in that room, too, with uh, Belichick and the generals. Well, yes. Belichick isn't the only one uh, heaping okay. praise. You know, hey, we've heard Cam... We've heard Cam talk Mike T a, a bunch of times. Certainly. But here he is on the Mina Kimes podcast, ESPN's uh, Mina Kimes. Oh, no, no sound? Okay, okay. Hold on. Technical difficulties. I said, this is Cam Hayward talking on a podcast from ESPN's Mina Kimes. Mike T's my guy. I, I run through a wall for him. And, what? Um, you know, I respect him so much that. Uh, there's nothing I wouldn't do for that guy. What? Like, I want to make sure I get him a Super Bowl. What? Say, you know, I know he's got Super Bowls, but I want to be able to say, like, I got my coach a Super Bowl. I was able to deliver and make sure that I held up my end of the bargain. What? Mike T's my guy. That's right. So there that's the go. goal. Uh, Cam is stating it. It's a it's a Super Bowl for Mike Tomlin. Uh, you know, the, the goal is always a Super Bowl, but this feels specific and personal. Oh, yeah, and it, I'm sure it is. And, and Cam, you know, more, more than anyone. I mean, it's, it's obviously Cam's a great player and a very good man, but I think, you know, we don't, even you and I don't mention enough about how Cam has really settled into the mantle of like, you know, the living embodiment of the Steeler tradition at this point. The last guy left standing from the old times, as uh, uh, the others called it, as as Dotson spoke of it, and how he's really kind of settled into that uh, elder sp- uh, statesman, spokesman kind of thing. So, yeah, so I think that's that's always nice to hear it. Um I'm uh, I'm just you know it gets me fired up because I want Cam to win one for Tomlin. You know it's just, it's just like it it's uh it's is it manifesting? I don't know. But well, I mean we too would run through a wall for him. We just wouldn't yeah. make as much impact on that wall as Cam would assuredly. Yeah, he wouldn't appreciate it as much with me running through the wall. Well, then. I mean, but we wouldn't run through the walls. I want to say we'd hit the wall and then like dent the wall, and, like uh, yeah. run through the wall. Well, I mean, if, maybe right. if both of us together. Maybe know? yeah, maybe it's like one of those Kool Aid Man walls or something. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, like a foam wall. Oh okay, uh, <laughs> you, we uh, we got to talk. Stranger Things because there is a big Steeler connection. This well, I, I'm I I might be stretching it a bit. I found a uh, I found a black and gold connection. Okay. In this season of you can find them in sci-fi and horror if you look. So in I you know I'm not going to spoil anything from season Please, four because I still have to say. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Well, why don't we why don't we uh, get to the tweet? Mm-hmm. At D Meadows 2397, Dakota Meadows, watching the second episode of the new Stranger Things on Netflix, noticed that the beer on the table when the basketball players meet is an Iron City Pirates limited edition can. I love it. So here's the, I'll, I'll frame it for you. Okay. The basketball team is, uh, all the jocks are having a party after the game. Okay. And you, and you, you, we see the morning after everyone's hung over. Gotcha. And uh, Lucas is is throwing up in the toilet sure. and we scan around the room and we see all the empties and what are they? They're Iron City cans. Wow. And not just any, remember this movie, this uh, show takes place in 1986 this yeah. season. These cans, if you zoom up on them, they are the 1979 We Are Family oh, commemorative wow. cans. Wow. So, these guys were drinking seven-year-old skunked beer. Right, which, <laughs> which, now where would they have gotten those? And so, Putting on my own Columbo hat, obviously Please. one of these jocks had to have stolen the commemorative cans mm. from their daddy's 
uh, collection. Oh, right. And, that, and I would explain why, like, they were, like, in the basement. Like, we were going to save these because they're a nice memento. We never planned on drinking them thus. But the kids, oh, we need our beers, man. Right. We're so not paying the hobo like the rest of us were. Ripped yeah. open the, you know. So, uh, uh-huh. my, you know, my, I think the real crime is not these monsters that are going around eating people in Hawkins, but who stole the commemorative cans from their dad's <laughs> stash. Or hopefully the dad's bought enough that they still have some of those for uh, the future. It's Because um, I think my family, I mean, somewhere we still have the ones from, you know, the 91-92 Penguins championships. But um, I still have Heinz ketchup bottles from the uh, Seahawks from the... Oh, I think I have one of those too. Yeah, it, but again, the Stranger Things connection, the the, first, the cold open of season two takes place in Pittsburgh, isn't it? When they're because when they're introducing the um, you know, the people that had broken out of the same facility as Eleven that uh, weren't um, you know, that weren't her. Yeah. They, 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 that first scene is in Pittsburgh. Okay. It, I'm pretty right. sure about that. It's been a minute, but um, but yeah, Mel. But if you look for sci-fi horror Pittsburgh connections, you can always find them. I can't tell you. You know, the next time you see Escape from New York, remember that the guy uh, who's checking Snake. Liskin's uh, watch is the chief and played the chief in, uh, in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's Brian. Tom. A- that's Pittsburgh legend Tom Atkins. Oh, Tom Atkins, it, yeah. Um, yeah, it, uh, so that's, you know, there's this, we'll get another, yeah, we can tie in the Dark Tower another time, but uh, there's always <laughs> sci-fi and horror with Pittsburgh connections when you look. So watch those, uh, when the second half of Stranger Things comes out in July, we'll have to see if they solve that crime about who stole daddy's beers. <laughs> we don't even meet the jocks, Dads. The whole, we meet everyone else's parents in the whole okay. show, except the jocks. You I know? see, the jocks don't have parents. Although the 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 uh, the captain of the basketball team does wear number twelve on their jersey. Oh, hey! So okay. could it be? Could he be the one to blame? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's uh, not impossible. I thought. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's. I guess let's head to the speed round. Let's put five minutes on the clock. Okay. Uh, let's we got we got, let's put seven minutes on. We all got, right. We got time. Let's Go get, team. Let's start with. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Najee twenty two. Najee Harris. Replying to Mark Cavalli, brah, I weighed 240 last year. Reporters really don't be knowing nothing, just be tweeting-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, the whole weight gate because Cavalli okay. came out and said, uh, you know, Najee is uh, 244 now and he was 220 last year. You know, he put on all this muscle. Mm-hmm. Well, no one even asked Najee. You know, once again, these insiders can't even get height and weight right of the players. I know I know the official website doesn't always uh, the most accurate Wait no, I mean, the I mean, it's, it's, it's I mean, the, the, the official website is never more propaganda than when it's talking about height and weight. I yeah. mean, that's where those numbers are theoretical at best. But it, um, and again, I mean, I, when I read this, even when I hear the story, I always remember, you know, I how many years ago talking to like some girl that was, I forget if she was working at Kennywood or Connie at Lake Park or even just someone that worked somewhere else, where it's like, you know, the guess your weight person at the uh, the amusement park, they give that to the person in the amusement park, that, like can't even work the funnel cakes, you know, like it's that. <laughs> kind of job and it's not easy to do it um but yeah but if we were ever looking for like a, a plaque or some kind of like motto for our podcast that didn't come from vince williams i mean the second part of this tweet could be a good contender that uh, reporters don't be knowing nothing just be <laughs> tweeting at, uh, well i think if there's anything to live a life on that's uh that's a uh that's a what am I trying to say? That's a life mantra. statement. That's a mantra. mantra. Reporters not be knowing nothing. <laughs> not be knowing nothing. Um, let's move on to mm-hmm. at Arthur Molette. Mm. Arthur Molette, we working. And it's video of 68-year-old Danny Smith shirtless in the weight room doing arms 
and the players are just going wild. Did you yes. did you get to see that? Did I see it? I watched it like four times today. <laughs> um, are, are you shipping Coach Smith's uh, physique there? Uh, by shipping, I mean like yeah, grievously jealous. Yes, <laughs> if that's how you're defining it. It. Um, I mean, you and I were talking a bit on the air. We weren't exactly sure what it is that they're laughing about. Because the only thing I could figure is that they'd never seen Coach Smith shirtless before because clearly the man has lifted weights before this moment. That's what I got from his physique. Listen to See if we can hear. The players are just rolling. Let's see if yes, we can hear are. him. I don't know if you can tell what's going on, but they're like. See, that's why I'm thinking somebody said something funny ahead of time, or like right before that, or like this was the first time coaches said, "All right, I'm taking off my shirt," and then he did that, and then they went nuts. Like I think there's an inciting incident that we've just missed before this. But if I were to walk into a room and see Danny Smith shirtless for the first time, that might be my reaction to just start jumping around, <laughs> laughing, and yelling. Um, let's move on to at official NFL shop. Oh. Official NFL shop just arrived. Gear up for the summer with official NFL training camp headwear. The Steelers training camp oh, headwear man. are out. It is, would you call it urban camo? What what it's uh it's a gold and gray and another shade of gray camo. Yeah, I mean it's it's it it I I I ugh. I mean I the only thing I can ever figure when I see these is that whoever designs the hats for you know the teams each year is like all right w- w- what haven't we done the last ten years we have to use whatever's left <laughs> like at the bottom of your bulletin board you know dry erase board of points I mean those those hats were pretty ugly i mean it's and again you know i understand there's a constant churn not every hat's going to be a success and frankly i like the ones we saw you know i think mason cole had that 1933 with the cycle i thought that was kind of kind of neat but it's but i mean these ones you know maybe i'm just reacting to there's too much white in a lot of them or too much gray maybe that's what i'm reacting to negatively but i think we were all fairly clowning upon them in the behind the steel curtain slack yeah you know schofield likes it he's probably out there hunting or something with it camo but uh right but i mean i I don't know much about animals but i imagine they're picking up on that hat i mean i don't know what (laughs) you know but i know i know less about hunting than i do about color palettes so (laughs) uh yeah just can't can't they make a hat that i want to buy because those hats are like 38 dollars, and so to want to spend that much on a hat it's like you really gotta want it you know see that's what i'm thinking it's gotta be something where it's like you and i don't know like i I, just like so many other things when i see something like okay this has no appeal for me whatsoever However, yet professionals in a position of knowing made this and released it. So surely there's an audience for it that I am not a part of, nor can I understand them. If you look at Tom, Tomlin's been on some podcast appearance lately, the Ike Taylor show. Okay. Um, and, you know, he's he's wearing the away hat from last season, which was just black on black with like a little gold oh, circle. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could barely see the hypercycloids even. It, it, right. If you're slow dancing with somebody, you can tell it's a Steelers hat. Yeah. yeah. That's like so, the you know, that's the cap he's going. So he didn't, he didn't embrace the draft hat or he didn't embrace, uh, the I guess the what was the not the salute to service there was another weird hat we got last year not the not the breast cancer awareness okay there was um 
it was like it was like it was like shooting stars. Oh um, yeah, I forgot called? about that thing. Shooting star. I think it was shooting stars. It might have been called shooting stars, but I think this this kind of goes to the point about like they have to release so many different hats. And I don't know what, you know, like the, the, the overhead on these is, but like, man, if you make enough hats, like enough designs, presumably people buy them just on account of them being hats. <laughs> I, guess, I guess so. I mean, I bought three of the um, 75th uh, anniversary like bean toboggans. Like, the, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those I were ke- cool. I kept losing one, so I bought another, and then I lost that. I bought another. Um, all right, we're you going... You meant snow hat. Like snow hat, yeah. Okay. I call it toboggan. Is that not what they're called? Well, that that's like a sled. I thought that's uh, just like a synonym. I thought that... Or a homonym. I thought a sled oh. can be a toboggan. I also thought the hat. What do you guys call the, the winter caps? I thought that was called like a toque. A toque? Like, oh. I think that's a different kind of hat, though, because I've seen like when NHL goalies play like an outdoor game, they'll put that hat over their mask sometimes during like warm up. Toque. That's what up. Canadians call it, right? That's what I, I think of uh, Rick Moranis. A different hat. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, yeah, like strange brew kind maybe, of stuff. Yeah, maybe uh, Michael Beck uh, can tell the Mountie up there can tell us what it is. Uh, I think it's a toboggan, <laughs> I think. I don't know. <laughs> There's so much going on with the Steelers in June with our deep analysis of, of snow hats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let, all right. Let's do just two things quick. Sure. Uh, Let's do first at D Bush eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, he did some kind of word. Blah, 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 I don't know. That's got to be like pocket or butt. Butt dialing. Yeah. But the real news is his girlfriend is expecting. Congrats. Hey, congrats! There'll be a uh, there'll be a, a little a little bush on the way. Hopefully nice. a uh, hopefully this one will go to Penn State. Maybe not Michigan. <laughs> I don't know. And then also, how about? At Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers, congrats to uh, Big Play Spillane and his fiance Shelby. Hey. Uh, here's here's the quote from Spillane: My fiance, she said, "Yes, I'm going to marry the woman of my dreams." They always say yes. Do you never post? They said no. You know. Well, I mean, it. it I'm sure. I know it happens. We've seen this so many times online. I'm not necessarily sure if like there's a whole lot of no's from like active NFL players are ones that are like guaranteed to make a roster essentially like I think that might put you in a thing but this is this is great news I mean it's again it's hard not to look at these things through the context of you know like always think of the self-made guy the undrafted free agent who made it happen who stayed tough and made it with a team and then you know married the woman of his dreams I mean this is real the American dream kind of stuff yeah holding those balls and big moments that's that, that's uh that's playing there I do got to say you know I you know look these guys have a lot of testosterone the hairlines uh reflect that yes and spillane is in that medium ground right now it's like maybe he should just shave it off i you know i'm I'm not one to call any man ugly uh as a a fellow uglo american Mm -hmm. but he is in that he's in that uh he's in that uh the it's the al davis or uh not al davis who might the raiders owner yeah that was al davis Davis. (laughs) this kid doesn't this kid have the worst haircut oh yeah no no right that guy looks yeah that guy looks like you messed up in like you know beauty school like this was the one like you flunked out this is what happened spillane is is teetering on that so maybe his wife could buy him a nice toboggan there you go there you go so yeah if you're listening uh big play you know <laughs> just shave it just go just go Jordan. yeah there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> all right let's get out of here Indeed. um i'm on social media at kyle christ greg where are you uh twitter and instagram at greg benevent b as in boy ene v as in victory ent uh you know keep uh, keep listening to Behind the Steel Curtain. Indeed. Why don't you give us a review? Why don't oh, you yeah, do? Really? You want to do something? Well, you you want to help us? Maybe instead <laughs> of just listening and enjoying. <laughs> 
give us a review or something. Something. A, a, a rating? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what are you doing just listening to a podcast? Yeah. Come on. A rating or a follow or a tweet? I don't know. I need I need positive reinforcement. I'll take negative reinforcement. All right. See, uh, uh, we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. I know, but I, I, that's, I, I'll see you next week. Be the best selves. That's going to be required. Stay in school. <laughs>